Hi, folks. Welcome back to Good to Game Radio. I'm your host, Tony, speaking. I'm here with Vance and Clint. And we're, tonight we're going to be talking about episodes three and four of The Book of Bubba Fett. So let's start off with Vance. Vance, how you doing today? Hey, I am doing, uh, I think better days and doing okay, you know. I'm excited to talk about Boba Fett, you know, to see if our predictions of what uh, episode is going to turn, if it's uh, going to happen. Right, right, yeah, I mean, we, uh, we've been kind of waiting for something to happen, and I don't know if anything has happened yet, but we'll get into it. Clint, how you doing? You guys, uh, ever just, are you amazed at my ability to see the future? You are, you have a talent. I gave that one word negative review. Things, the world. <laughs> I gave that one word review at the after the very first episode on the whole series. Whew, I'm doing pretty good with it. I'm feeling like it's pretty accurate. Garbage. <laughs> Tony, how are you, buddy? I am actually doing pretty good. I um, I was sick a couple weeks ago. Missed work. Now I'm back in the miserable state that work is, you know, managing through that. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, things are pretty much, you know, not you just too quit bad your job, thing. dude. All the huh? cool kids are doing it. Right. Quit, quit your, your job. job. Yeah. Oh, man, it's on the wish list. Let me tell you. I've been telling everybody, you got me for another year. Another year and a half, maybe, yeah, like 2023 is like my target date. I got to find something. Something more uh, uh, beneficial to my own well-being. <laughs> I mean, you could just ghost them like I did. I'm just saying. Did I tell you this? Did I tell you that after my uh, 10 years where I left the company without giving notice, they they mailed me a thank you for your 10 years of service thing oh, wow. uh, from corporate? Did I tell you that? Oh, okay. It's a corporate remembered you. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely not the people I walked out on. They they sent it to me, and it was uh, wireless headphones that were branded by the like company branding, right? And uh, Bluetooth, you know, just pop in the ear or whatever. I was just thinking, like, man, I was just going to buy some of these. Uh, they broke in, like, a day and a half. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's like, that's uh, pretty pretty relevant you know the, to how the uh the whole the whole thing went with that company right <laughs> you know the the illusion of good intentions yeah i was telling tony i said yo i said you went to, you went to ireland at the wrong time you know what i'm saying like just when you know like a good game right is about to take off the new hikes you know what I'm saying you're like oh i want to go across the country and we need you here you know what i'm saying we need you we need you here click i'm coming back bud all right, let's jump into episode three since we're going over both these episodes. Let's go ahead and go, uh, kind of go back over last week's episode, episode three, where we see uh, Bubba Fett. He he gets he gets the 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 Tuscan outfit right, the full black robe. It, you know, it's like Obi Wan in black. He's got the he's got his new uh, Tuscan staff. And then they give him a bantha the ride, right? And he goes into town to talk to the Pikes and negotiate their compensation for protection money. And the guy's like, "Oh yeah, the we don't pay protection money to two different organizations. 
because the bikers, uh, the biker gang had uh, already collected the money. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to go take care of that. And then he goes back to the camp and discovers that all his buddies are dead now. Like the whole tribe has been wiped out. So I'm like, well, that was quick. I mean, I was literally, I guess that's the motivation we're looking for, right? We were talking about previously. <coughs> Bad storytelling. <clears throat> what the point was, you know, even the story was based on. And now we see that the people that had taken him in have all been murdered. And then that gives him some motivation and gets, uh, gets some revenge, which we see later on in episode four. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't convincing to me at all. I'm like I, we didn't really get a good enough field for the tribal people to make like an emotional connection. So when he goes back and discovers that they're all dead, it's like, huh, that, you know, there's not a big reaction there on my part. What about you guys? Uh, I, don't, I didn't care at all. Um, here's my thing. I'm actually Googling it right now because he was wearing, you know, costume. Was that Stephen Root? The uh, the water guy. What was this show called? Boba Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. No, no, don't get fancy with it. Uh, yeah, it was Stephen Root. You guys know that actor? The guy. Um, I believe you have my stapler from uh, Office Space. And uh, the owner of uh, news radio radio station, Stephen Root. He was in Dodgeball. Guys, this is a very important actor, and it was the best thing about that whole episode is that I was like, hey, that looks like negative. Yeah, that episode was not good. I definitely didn't recognize him. Yeah, you just, you know, you surely got to be a true Star Wars fan then, I think, Advance. That's the problem. Nah, because he wasn't in any of the original three, so. Um, The guy who uh, came to Boba Fett without an appointment for his water, like, he, he... water the guy who sells the water to everyone he was jacking up the prices yeah it wasn't he's in that uh he was in that george clooney movie too um brother where art thou oh brother where art thou yeah uh, i can't remember. i haven't seen that movie in a long time so i don't remember which one he was but um constituents yeah dude dude's freaking awesome steven root great actor uh best thing about that episode because the episode was trash yeah, but I don't like, I don't know, when I seen what the biker gang, you know, did, like, I didn't think it was the biker gang. And I don't think uh, Boba Fett, like, even though he's seen the symbol, I don't think he, he really believed it was them either. I think they had help because just like even when he told Phoenix, you know, she was like, well, they should have been handled, you know, like, you know, the sand people should have been able to handle, you know, three or four bikers. Considering that one guy is an infinitely better fighter than Boba Fett, yeah, probably. Yeah, that uh, they allude to that in uh, episode four, where yeah, where she says that's a, you know basically she's surprised that the tribes people are taken out by some bikers. It's not like they were very stealthy people, you know. They were riding around in their uh, their hover bikes, <laughs> making all kinds of noise and stuff. Like it, it that's a head scratcher too. When I'm like, when I saw the sim, I'm like, really. The bikers, I don't know about that, uh, but right. And here, and here we go with like the dual storytelling. Like, so that was in the past, and then we come back to the future where we have the water monger. I think it's what they call him. Shows up to petition Bubba Fett to clean the streets up, 
because the water's been stolen by, you know, another gang. And then he goes down there to uh, to deal with the situation with his two bodyguards and uh, Shinnick. And uh, they come across a bunch of kids, basically, who don't even respect them. They're like, get out of here, old man. <laughs> You're no threat to us. I heard that uh, canically uh, Boba Fett's supposed to be like 41 or 42 years old in this. <laughs> And they're calling him an old man because he's played by a 60-something-year-old actor. <laughs> like, you're not hey, calling 40-year-olds old men, okay? Hey, let me happening. tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you get on any game, if you are 30 and up, you are old. Because you figure, like in 2K, like there's a lot of kids that play this right, so they're in high school, whatever. So they only you figure 17, 15, 18, so 30 is older. And that's like almost having like a goddamn parent. So yeah, man. So if you if hey sixties, you're like great grandfather to them. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but he ends up hiring them, right? He's like, right. I'll pay you to work for me. You're gonna complain about not having any work. You guys notice that? That's like his thing. Like anyone he sees, he's offering them money to work for him. Oh, you you had your you pledged your allegiance to him, pledges to me, and then you have your lives. It's like, dude, seriously, just start murdering people if they're in your way. Like, it was actually a pretty smart thing because it's like the old switcheroo. It's like, you know, they're gonna complain. We don't have jobs. We can't afford water. We're forced to do this because we can't work. Oh yeah, you're hired. Well, Stephen Root also was charging him like 1300 credits or something like that for the water and he was super shocked by the amount he goes you're getting 500 and he paid him 500 um and steven root is like a reputable actor so i'm curious if we're gonna have him like if he got that role in that episode because he's gonna be coming back you know into play you know it's like if you were to see clooney randomly there you'd think oh yeah he's not gonna be in one show right steven root doesn't do a one episode arc Okay, he's right. he's too big for that. Uh, well, Tony, I like to. This is like this is gonna be the episode where I squash Clint's feelings. All right, uh, what's the name of the actor that played uh, Lord Starks in Game of Thrones? That's well known actor. The guy who dies and everything. Yeah, because he's also died double seven. Who? Ned Stark. Ned Stark. Yeah. He died. Just let you know. He was a well-known actor. He died as well. Like what? Second, third episode? He got head chopped off. Uh, okay. Look, man. Spoiler alert. Who's that? Yeah. Sean Bean? Sean Sean, Sean, Sean yeah. Sean yeah. Bean, yeah. Um, he did not die that early. Okay. Also, hey, he died Game of Thrones rewrote all early. of the rules when it came to who lived and who died. Okay. That's <clears> well, what, that's what so made that's the trend. Did you see the Red Wedding? I did see the Red Wedding. No more hey. spoiler talk. Hey, that I'm is still going not to be ready to spoil Game of Thrones for people. Like they still need to watch it and just watch it, be in awe of it, and then get ready to hate it when you're done with it. Well, this world it's worth it. It's it's over for him. All right. We seen him. It was cute. It's done. Okay. So I want to come back to the Game of Thrones thing a little bit later. Uh because I actually thought about Game of Thrones when I was watching this show, and not because the show was behaving like an episode of game of thrones uh but yeah we'll come back to that in a little bit and um talk about it but so he hires the kids to basically be part of his crew because he has nobody else other than shinnick and the two uh 
pig guards. Pigs. I don't remember what they're called. Is that like, uh, is that like, a, is he hating on, is this like a play on words where like they're cops and they're pigs? <laughs> right. The two pigs, hey. yeah. And it's, hey, it's, <laughs> hey, it's so funny. I'm glad Tony uh, said her name correctly, a Shinnick, because I said Finnick, which is a gun, um, which is a gun. In Warzone. <laughs> I was ready to correct him because you had said it differently. Aren't you the Star Wars super fan over there? <laughs> yes, but my mind is clouded by some virus right now. Oh, okay. So he, he goes back to the palace and he's back in that, I don't know, I want to call it a casket, whatever the the tube that he's in that's healing him. And then he gets attacked right in the middle of the night by our other bounty hunter. BK. That's yeah. what we call And then that, so there's some, I mean, finally we get some real like combat action going on, right? Like it takes all of them to battle him. And it, of course, was it Shinnick that just pushed the button and he dropped through the vault floor, you know, using her brains. Um, he happened to be standing in the perfect spot for that dude's shoulders almost got stuck on the side of the of the walls as he went down like ugh, it worked out because they trapped him and then he lets them go (laughs) the oh i'll put you in debt to me maneuver um because the the huts show up the next morning and uh i'm assuming it's the next day it might have been a couple days later timing is yeah uh, progression of time is different but they show up and they're like you know what you can have this this rock we're going back home and then uh, keep the keep the guy that we sent to kill you you know um which he then promptly releases and they and the pk you know um just so like, now he's huh? in debt to him or whatever or like, <laughs> yeah Ugh. yeah that's what i'm saying that's the oh uh you owe me your life was in my hands. I'm going to, and, but I'm gonna let you go because we're like bounty hunter brothers. So you got to respect that. Right. Okay. All right. So where, what is happening in the show? Because he was like, I'm not a bounty hunter. And he was, Oh, I used to be a bounty hunter. I'm not like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm so confused with the timeline. Even after watching episode four, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. He kind of explains it in episode four, like obviously he found a family, right? Like his adoptive family were the Tuscans, his tribe. He became part of something and they keep alluding to every, you know, like every episode him going back and seeing, I'm guessing who's uh, his father uh, leaving and never coming back. Like he basically had no family as he grew up. So I'm thinking that's what this is. It's like he felt like he belonged to to this tribe. It was a part of it. And then it was taken. And now he wants to recreate that. He wants to create his own tribe that he's head of. Um, so it's kind of like a family story, you know? So, but anyway, the huts give him a gift. And it it's one of those big creatures that we saw in the Return of the Jedi that was eating those pig guys. I can't remember what it's called, but the the trainer guy there is like, oh, they're sweet. They're super sweet. Like they'll bond to the first human that they see and if you, and they're just the sweetest things, you know. So he immediately, you know, takes to it and starts petting it and and all that stuff. So I hated all that too. Terrible, man. So obviously Terrible. that creature is going to come into play later. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because you know you don't show stuff like that unless you're I've written steeds ten times his size. All right, whatever, show off. Right. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, uh, they go after the mayor. The, the mayor's not there. His little administrator takes off, and then, then the new uh, kid biker gang chase him down and bring him in. And uh, so that's kind of like the conclusion of the episode. And then we end up on episode four, where again, flashback. Yeah. He goes to the palace with intention of getting his ship back. Right. And there's too many guards. So he's just sitting there by the fire. And then he sees like some explosions going off in the distance. And this is a callback to what the Mandalorian, right? Vance. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because with the because uh, after he gets his shit back, then um he talks about going to get his armor back um from the Mandalorian, I think. Well, it wasn't one of the episodes where um the Mandalorian had the confrontation with Shinnick out in the desert? Yep, yep. And that was uh, that battle they had, right? Right, right, yeah, because it was like um it was shooting back and forth because I believe she was trying to snipe him or something, but uh, it's when he got a uh. I remember he had Baby Yoda, or Baby, not Baby <laughs> girl in the uh, a little uh, bike thing, whatever like that. And, uh, yeah, she was out in the desert. And I think he ended up, does he capture her? I can't remember, yeah. Yeah, but I remember, um, yeah, they did have a little battle out there in the desert. Yeah, and then he and uh, Bubba Fett goes and finds her body, takes her to the nearest cyberpunk out, uh, outpost. <laughs> and has some hack modifier dude I, I swear I was watching a, a, a scene from Cyberpunk 2077 with all the, all the people with the different like mutated uh, additions to their bodies and stuff like their eyes right. or their arms or whatever so basically he's like yes save her life whatever do whatever you need to and he basically replaces her entire insides I, I hated that he's in there new walk-ins and he's just like if you don't help her she's gonna die well you should have said that of course you should have started with that dude like what is wrong with you and then and then later they're in his spaceship or whatever and she's gotta like take off her belt to push the button or whatever because the button's super important and then uh, she pushes the button saves their lives and he goes don't ever push my buttons again I'm like is this man like <laughs> is that supposed to be funny because it's not it's not <laughs> this like john favreau and robert rodriguez guys john favreau robert rodriguez and this is what we were getting it mm. is hot garbage if it was a two-word review i gave that's what it would have been oh right. so the bad. dialogue the dialogue is like really really bad <laughs> Just the simple word. It's really bad for Bubba Fett. Like the writing is bad and his delivery is bad. Like, how is that even possible? Like all the money they're throwing at this, the people they got directed and people they got writing like John Favreau wrote this. Like, did he write it? And then they threw this other person in that wasn't supposed to be Boba Fett. that has no skill, ability or, char- or charisma or anything. And like, he's draining everything from it like they wrote it specifically for somebody that actually has charisma <laughs> and this guy comes in there in his 60 something year old body you know what a, 
Well, the guy, um, well, the guy that is playing like Boba Fett, uh, I think he's been playing Boba Fett, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they made a mistake. I think he just never talked. Yeah, but he so, was in so the he helmet, do, right? Act. Say it again. He was in the hel- helmet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what was the guy's name? David Prose or, or something like that? Is that the guy who actually played Darth Vader? Have you guys ever heard the lines that were given from the actor that was in the Darth Vader suit? Mm-mm. It's horrendously bad. And then they have James Earl Jones come in there and say the exact same lines. And it's like, Hey, cause it's James Earl Jones, baby. Yeah. Because <laughs> they chose the right person for the job. Right. Right. Like leave right. this guy's freaking helmet on. Let the actor do it. He's got a contract yeah, or whatever. I'm, I, I'm, then, I'm with you. I'm like, he needs to be in his helmet more. Right. Because yeah. that reminds me of Bubba Fett. Like when he has his helmet on, I'm thinking, okay, that's Bubba Fett. When he's walking around without the with the armor and no helmet, it's like that's some guy. It's some guy. I'm like some old. We guy. need more scenes with the helmet and the armor, right? Old guy, and another getting no there. But... Okay, but here's the thing that happened. Season four, he got out of that water chamber, and the dude told him, "Your healing is complete." I don't remember him saying that in any other episode. So does that mean that now he is done getting in that every time, and now? we get on to something how many episodes yeah, but are i there? think i think the timeline's finally caught up with itself like i, I don't think we're getting any more weird flashbacks because they don't, they don't have time for more going back going back you know it's like we've got that part now Is we have to build seven up this episodes ten- yeah yes yeah, seven, seven yeah we have to build they up this tension together, because man. he's trying to he he has this meeting where he brings all the fam like crime families together and says uh side with me don't side with the Pikes. The Pikes don't care about our planet. They're just going to try to take all our resources. But if you're not going to side with me, at least don't side with them. Just stay out of it because there's going to be a war. Oh, I mean, he, a war. He doesn't even have any people. He has like five 18-year-olds and the two big guys and Shinnick, which they right. reference. You know, she's like, how much money do we have? I have we plenty, plenty of money. Of credits. Right. What are you going to do with that? Buy an army, obviously, because... Nobody's coming to help you because they don't respect you. Basically, what it boils down to. Oh, and they added the other dude, the Wookie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it's like, yeah, then it's like. So you know, like when he's like uh, with the uh, with BK, you know, the black Wookie's like, hey, you know, just leave the thing. So you just see him run off. He just runs off. But then next time we see him, like he tearing up the lounge. You know, you like <laughs> he ripped the dude's arm off after right. the the. <laughs> She tried to give him a speech. Try to give him a speech, and then he's like, "We know nah. you're a champion." Nah, you want to rip this guy's arm off? Here, here's the damages. <laughs> Pay for it. Uh, right, which was right. pretty that cool. Was, I thought. Right. Was so he is the coolest character so far. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, rip him up, man. Aside from Stephen Root, but then you know, we see at the end of the episode, you know, Shinnick's like, "Oh, give me the credits. I'll go find his help." So. Back to what I was talking about earlier, like what Game of Thrones really, really did well was every episode they were going to leave you on something big was going to happen. Right. A a shock value or something, you know, something to talk about, something you were going to go back to work and and everybody was going to talk about all week long. Oh, did you see that scene where, you know, dude got killed or they cut guy's hand off or. You know, she got the dragons, you know, 
something majorly significant that was impactful. Every episode that we've gotten so far in the show has just been this. Just nothing. Nothing. It's like, we're not getting anything. It's just like, Oh, here's the credits, you know, and we're left with like some bad dialogue as the last thing that uh, we're given. Nothing significant has happened in of the four episodes we've seen to end the episode. Yeah, it's I don't a know garbage who's show. Putting these episodes together, the directors and the John editors and Favreau stuff. and it's Robert incredible. Rodriguez, dude. These are A list guys. Robert Rodriguez is, yeah, he's maybe not A list. John Favreau, he's got to be, well, he might not be either. But like these, these guys are, have had like a lot of respectable work. Like, this is so far below them. And their abilities, what they've shown in the past, like, where is the disconnect? What is happening in this series? Like, did Disney interfere and come in and, and change the vision or change this? Or um, were there rewrites? Like, what was it that made this so horrible from these guys who are top notch in their roles, writer, director? Yeah, I don't know. But there better be, like, the last episode better be this, like, huge just over the top incredible episode to save this season tony um from what i'm uh, getting but tony it's gonna suck because they've all sucked and so because they've all sucked we don't care about what's happening right i i don't care so much <laughs> like i would have been done with this show show so long ago but like even you guys this is something that is interesting in your area of interest star wars and they have completely let you down four weeks in a row now in these three weeks they're going to turn it around with these characters we don't care about that are that are like should not even be the should not even be boba fett like they're not they're gonna they're gonna fail and it's gonna be bad that's right garbage i saw the future vance anything else you want to put in nah it needs to it needs to it needs to flip like pancake at this point (laughs) 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 all right so that concludes this episode Hopefully, uh, by some miracle, that they can pull something out, a rabbit out of the hat. Uh, thanks for joining us on, here on Good to Game Radio. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Send us an email at Tony at GoodToGameRadio.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. And we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Later. Later, dudes.